the author of Living Without Fear and the co-publisher of Inspired Journeys. I help you overcome your fears in life and writing your book. I offer a course called Believe You Can Write and I support you with one-on-one -on -one coaching. Get in touch with me if you need help or order my biography and self-help book, Living Without Fear. And please share this podcast with a friend who you know needs to hear this episode. And why not writing a review so that many more people will find this episode. And today I have a very special guest from Switzerland. Karin Zorbrück is a space holder, shamanic trauma coach and badass. She has come a long way from an eternal people's pleaser. Today she lives a fulfilled, free life with her three children. After surviving domestic violence, she discovered how healing and grounding the vibrations of her drum and her intuitive voice were. It's her passion to empower women and to hold a safe and nurturing space. She loves guiding her soul client with somatic coaching, helping them release trauma, integrating new understandings and soothing their no nervous systems. Welcome, dear Karin. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. So let's jump right into your story. What has been your turning moment in your life, Karin? Um, so it's, I would say it's probably three. Um, for me, it was um, the death of my partner 16 years ago. Then when becoming a mom was a big turning point. And uh, three years ago, uh, surviving uh, domestic violence. Mm. And how come that now you're helping women with your shamanic work? I really appreciate your work. Mm, thank you so much. It's really uh, my mission in life now. Um, so when I was going through um, big traumatic um, responses after my uh, um, abuse, I, uh, I started using my drum every day. I've already had my drum for years and uh, loved it all along. Uh, but I just discovered how much... Um, how healing it was. Um, and I knew kind of straight away that I also wanted to share this with other women to really help them feel empowered again. Yeah, I, I started uh, building up my business, um, first with just sand baths and space clearings. And, uh, and then it became clearer and clearer that I really um, wanted to support women that have gone through abuse because um, I feel that there is a lot of support out there, but it's just a lot with talking, and that is already a starting point. But to really transform um, patterns and trauma in the body, it has, in my mind, has to go through the body. And that's why I um, developed um, and trained myself in somatic coaching. And, uh, and the guidance I provide with the drum and my intuitive voice really provides the release, release of the trauma. Um, it helps to integrate the understanding. We come, to <laughs> come through together in the coaching and the safe space I provide. 
and to really ground and soothe the nervous system, which is crucial um, after trauma. Hmm. And when someone comes to you with a trauma, how do you start a session? How do you start with your drum, your voice? How do you do that? So first we have a moment um, where it's really a safe space where um, the client can just uh, um, expose the problem. Expose, sometimes it goes straight away to um, a, a trauma that come, sometimes comes up, a pattern. So if it's been like, for example, um, um, continuing having abusive relationship, there's usually something behind, there's usually something that stems from childhood that um, makes us go through that same pattern again, because it's contradictory, it actually feels safe to have the same drama that we used to have in childhood. So we go uh, sort of to the root problem, we expose it, um, I help connect um, the women to their higher self, um, and to their innate wholeness, which then helps them to remember their self-worth, which is always already present, but sometimes we forget it, especially um, if we are used to wanting to please people, um, adapting too much, um, forgetting about ourselves, because also maybe we are scared, we are not loved anymore. So we really go through the core, go to the core problems and then um, there's there's a, a separate session after that where um, I guide my clients through a shamanic um, journey, which focuses a lot more on the body than the traditional shamanic journeys where, where it's more, um, you know, you travel to, to either the higher spaces or the ground or, you know, you have kind of, this is really about, okay, what's going on in my body? And uh, intuitively I um, move my drum or, close to the different parts of the body so you can really release the stuck energy in the cells that are in the body and uh, so it starts really slowly soothing and then sometimes um, it can be quite intense and um, some women experience shaking crying which is uh, can be scary but it's just so freeing and releasing and it's in a safe space and there's always, a, I always tell my clients, okay, if it's too much or if you don't feel good, there's always a moment to pause, to, um, but mostly they are really, <laughs> it doesn't ever happen so far. <laughs> mm. I really um, feel guided by my intuition and also having gone through so much trauma myself, um, I can provide a really safe, soothing space. Mm, so beautiful and if someone comes and knows that she or he has some traumatic experience in the past but doesn't know exactly what it was do do you feel sometimes can you can you help or how do you guide Hello. so if it's something that they don't know um then i um provide also what's called soul guidance where I can I um, connect to the person's souls and the, especially the inner child, and uh, usually something comes up 
uh, and a traumatic experience. Sometimes people really think it's something really shocking or horrible and doesn't ha necessarily have to be, especially as children. It's just basically anything that hasn't been processed in a nurturing way at the time and hasn't been um, expressed in the body. And is it there where the blocks are? There are many often there pain or or how do you see it yeah they can be they can be pain um i also already had um, a woman that felt completely uh, disconnected from her body and um, the vibration of the drum and my voice then really helps to reawaken the cells and also helps them the cells the cells the body has such a wonderful knowledge in itself but sometimes it just needs a little bit of support to remember mm. basically I, I i guide uh the body back to its um innate well-being and wholeness mm, beautiful and if someone for example in the past years i was or 30 years ago i was very intellect intellectual and i was afraid of these kind of stuff so and can you also help with people who are maybe too much in their head and not connected to their body? Definitely. So my, my coachings include um, body connections. And sometimes it is, I have to start really slowly because if somebody has been in their head for their whole life, um, it, you kind of have to relearn how to feel your body and breathe into it and and actually realize where energy is stuck so i do that through uh, sometimes also yoga posture because i used to be also a, a yoga teacher um sometimes we do it through um, dancing or sounds um to basically just get people into the present moment and into their body mm. And this is really the most beautiful moment you can experience, isn't it? Uh, it's yeah, it's just so wonderful uh, to see the transformation um, in uh, in my clients. And just the, the their whole face and body is uh, changed after they leave. So, and then um, you know, usually I um, accompany them through through several sessions. And uh, I had one lady; uh, she went through a very difficult. Um, birth or rest especially what have what happened after so um it really changed her life and it's the most um gratifying uh, job i have to then see how she could be really joyful again and have time enjoy the time that take time for herself and enjoy the time with her kids much more joyfully so wow, wow. <laughs> makes me smile uh, all over <laughs> that's awesome and um have you been intuitive all your life, Karin? Did you feel as a child that you have special, a special power? Yeah, well, I've uh, felt it from a young age. And for a long time, I guess until my 30s, I kind of didn't want to know about it, to be honest. I was kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> um, but I couldn't help it. For example, sometimes I would just know if I had if a, a friend was in need, uh, one time I called a friend and she had just had lost her uh, father. And like, I really, I just knew, like I dropped everything and I called her the moment she found out. So 
Um, that gives me goosebumps <laughs> thinking mm. about it. Um, I've always also been um, very sensitive to energies. So um, for years now, I don't go to like big shopping centers or crowded places or because, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a bit much for me. And um, I, uh, I've learned really how to um, deal with my uh, intuition and my um, hypersensibility. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and to use it uh, now to actually uh, support other people. Hmm. And as a child, do, do you have memories that you had uh, this intuition about things? Um, or when did it start? Do you have a memory? I used to have like visions in my dreams. Um, I also already used to write, I love writing, <laughs> I used to, mm -hmm. used to write poems um, and yeah, I would already then know like being very connected to my close friends and, and knowing intuitively if uh, if they were in trouble or, or even if they were happy, like I could just feel it. Mm. And how did you perceive your parents? Um, so my mom um, also has uh, these kind of um, gifts. <laughs> uh, she used to have um, visions as a, as a child of dreams and then things would happen, but she was, um, she kind of like buried her gifts because it was too scary for her. And when did you start talking with her about these visions? Um, she used to tell me about them uh, when I was a child. Yeah. Mm. And your mm. dad? My dad is very uh, grounded. He's very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents are... Um, they, had a, they had a farm, so I used to work a lot um, you know, uh, with them. And I, I remember uh, just loving climbing on trees and being very connected with nature as well, which really what shamanism is all about. It's not some, it's, people think it's so woohoo, as you say, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's actually, uh, um, the drum can really help us to um, connect to our own nature and to nature around us. And did you have special, a special relationship with animals? Oh yes, I absolutely uh, love them, and I still animals. I still do, um, and uh, yeah, I used to always have lots of cats and bunnies and dogs, and <laughs> goats and chickens. <laughs> they were like really my best friends. Oh. And do you talk with them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And. If someone comes now and is really desperate because the connection to the body doesn't work or only for um, certain times and then what what do you tell them or do you, do you, can you also some, use some some beliefs or some some sentences or um so what i um do with people that are completely disconnected is um it obviously can't be just um 
I don't have a magic wand as such, even though I believe uh, everybody's magic. (laughs) I suggested them to come for several sessions and uh, I give them homework and tools so to cultivate Mm. the connection. And what, for example, can you tell yourself every day to to connect more with your your body? So I um, I love dancing. I love going out to walks in nature. Any movement um, really um, helps me to connect to my body and and to be in that to reconnect to my wholeness as well. Yeah, I love that. And drumming, of course, is a is the main tool for for me to connect to myself, and then then connect to other people's souls and their bodies. And did you have guides in your shamanic work, or did you just find it out yourself because it's it was meant to be? So I actually. Um, when I when I uh, did my first drum like a week before or in the same week, I kind of got this call, you know, from from guides or from the higher self or whatever you want to call it, and I was like, okay, it's time. You have to make a drum. And uh, whenever I uh, work with um, with clients or I hold also uh, women's retreats. I call upon those guides and they're mostly animal guides, but there's also some angels and I don't, there's not, sometimes the angels, they don't have like, there's not a clear vision or name or anything, but I just feel their presence. And the some, some distinguish between guides and angels. Do you see a difference? Um, well, for me, it's really a difference between like animal totems, animal guides, and then the angel um, energy, which is more uh, crystalline energy. And the and the animals, are, for me, feel a lot more grounded. Hmm. And what kind of personal guides and angels do you have? So um, I have um, a dragon, (laughs) (laughs) the the wolf has also been um, for a long time I come in, and then the, oh, Shred, what do you call it in uh, English? Um, Oh, the owl, yes. (laughs) Yeah, so these are like really the the three main um, animal um, totems that I have. And then um, the angels, it was for a long time I was kind of like oh no I don't know and and then I um, started going to a church that uh, is very close where I live um, when I was feeling um, you know heartbroken after uh, what happened to me three years ago and uh, well there was angels painted on the ceiling of the church and it was just like wow and when I started um giving more distant healings as well there were angels were extremely present and uh, mm-hmm. so for me now is a, a archangel um Raphael is uh, very present mm, beautiful and the animals when did they come into your life or how how did they come in in your life is there a special situation um so when I did uh, my first when I 
made my first drum with a Mexican shaman. Um, he's amazing. He was um, guiding us through um, a, a shamanic journey. And um, the, this wolf was actually a female wolf that came very clearly into my vision. And then he could actually see what we all were seeing in our visions and he painted it on the drum. So it was just amazing. Wow. <laughs> So yeah. that was the wolf, and then the other and two, and then the the um, the owl came, and I made my second drum. Also, extremely clear um, appeared in the vision because when you fabricate a drum, there's usually a whole ritual to it, and you go through um, a shamanic journey while your drum is being birthed, being dried. And um, so I had this owl like coming, okay, you've got a bigger drum now, so you really got to step up your game and you, you can really use this drum to, um, yeah, to offer um, guidance and support to other people. And I was kind of like, I was like, oh, I'm a bit scared. Yeah. <laughs> and the third one? And the dragon? Um, what was... kind of dragon is it? It's a green, uh, beautiful dragon with big wings. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the dragon came to me while I was living in a tiny house in a um, kind of camping slash eco village. Mm. And um, the lady that uh, lives there, which she's also um, a, a shaman practitioner, and uh, we used to um, have shamanic circles there and uh, so the, the dragon would appear um, there and since then it's been, uh, been very present as well. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And do these three animals, do they have special um, attributes or do, do you use them in special situations for for kind of special situation each one or are they together or how is how can I imagine that? Um, no, it depends. So um at the start of um any shamanic journey that I either do for myself or for other people, um I always um call on my guides and then so sometimes there's a whole um I keep is there you know? <laughs> and sometimes it's um it's just the drag the dragon is usually present at each session so very present and the uh, and the and i archangel um Raphael as well and some sometimes there are other um spirits there that I not necessarily can make out but as a clear vision but I can feel the um support and guidance with me mm. And do you have some spirits or angels with you, which are some ancestors? Um, I I feel very connected to my grandmother, and she's sort of there for everyday life. <laughs> and um, whenever I feel a little bit um, you know, a bit unsure about the situation or feeling um, scared or whatever. I, I kind of uh, imagine, I can feel her presence and then I can I can sort of feel her um, advice and, and wisdom. Mm, beautiful. Mm. <laughs> and what can you give us maybe as a 
as the wisdom of today. Maybe we need to hear something you want to tell us for this podcast. What would it be? Um, no matter how bad the situation seems or how um, desperate and sad and heartbroken you might feel, um, there's ways out of it and there's actually um, big learnings and gift in those difficult situations. And especially if you find the right support, um, you can thrive again after trauma and difficult situations. Mm, beautiful. And some last truth or some some important things you learned and you'd like to, to share with our guests? Mm. Well, I think um, no one can make you happy and love yourself like you do. And um, it's important to have a balance between, um, you know, being spiritual and having these wonderful connections, but also be grounded and be in your body because everything goes through the body. The body is a wonderful compass and a wonderful tool to come back to our, yeah, to our joy, to our wholeness. Thank you. Thank you so much, Corinne. <laughs> thank you it's a joy talking to you <laughs> and thank you dear listener for being here in this moment and taking some time to learn from us appreciate yourself for this and if nobody has told you today you're awesome you're loved and you matter and thank you so much for sharing this podcast with someone who needs to hear this episode have an amazing day. And